Pickaxe. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's comfort zone. I am Kirsty. And I am Bryony. And we're gonna listen to some dreams and find out what the heck our brains are thinking. Oh my gosh, is that the first time that we've actually we did done it. the full we intro? We without... only <laughs> bloody did it. We finally done We can retire now. We can, we're done. It's, we had a good run. It's over. <laughs> oh, um, how are you doing upon this merry day? I'm good. It's very cold and very grey and very wet and I want to just sit in a blanket forever. I know what you mean. It's so like, like we've gone through some of the nice sunny autumn days where it's like everything's all reds and yellows and it's all nice. And now mm-hmm. it's just like winter is coming. Yep. <laughs> everything, everything is just grey. Grey and everything's dead and it's all The trees gross. are naked. The trees are naked. Bleh. I, I have one <laughs> really lovely tree that's full of beautiful orange leaves to my left. But it's like, I have a window in front of me and all the trees there, they're just all naked. So I have to Aww. like turn around and just look at the pretty tree every now and then. I keep meaning to look up trees. Not look not look up, up the trees, but look up the trees. Look up trees. Because Alex is always asking me, like, what tree is this? And other than, like, oak, I don't really know any other trees. Mm. Like, I know, I think, like, the names of them I probably know. Like, I, I've heard of a birch. But I don't think I could point out what a birch is. I I want to educate myself yeah. about trees. Edge tree, Kate. Edge tree. Uh, the, <laughs> we literally have a book in the house called what tree is that so i just need to oh, look at that book that's handy. and then i'll be able to tell you what tree that is <laughs> i was gonna say google lens is really good for that um like you can download it to your phone and just like show the app uh the leaf and it will tell you pretty pretty accurately most of the time what tree it is um, yeah i used to do it at work when i was bored i would like walk around and just look for trees and figure out what they were. <laughs> what tree are you? What tree are you? I just, I feel like I used to know the trees, but for some reason the only one that stuck with me was oak. Honestly, and now all the others are just sort of mushed. Like, when I was working in a job where I was outside a lot of the time, I feel like I had a lot more to do with trees. Not that my job was anything to do with them, but I just interacted with trees a lot more. Whereas now yeah. I just sort of sit at my PC and look at the same tree every day. I don't have a lot of <laughs> tree experience. Don't have any any tree friends to. No, no tree friends. I love the way you said interacting with trees. Because if you're just going up to them, like, what what do you do? What do you do? Who are you? <laughs> Show me your leaves. Is that um, taboo to ask a tree to show you their leaves? Oh, maybe. I'm sorry to any Make trees like I've tree offended. Ooh, but it's okay. Ooh. If any trees write in, it will take them so long to write a message that... Hello, <laughs> it takes a long time to complain in old <laughs> Don't be hasty. It'll be like 10 years time and I'll be like, we got this uh, this complaint email oh. <laughs> from uh, Mr. Mr. T. Beard. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. I don't even remember recording that. Hmm. It was so long ago. <laughs> I was thinking about this, actually. Not, not about tree beard It's about trees. <laughs> I was thinking about um, whether we should do... A series, because a lot of podcasts seem to have like this season one, whereas we just keep, we just we just keep bloody going. <laughs> true, true. I was like, should we? But then I wouldn't really want to stop because it would literally be like this is the end of season one. 
This is the beginning of season two, the next yeah. week. <laughs> next week. Welcome, everybody, to season two. We're doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> but maybe a different colour thumbnail or Ooh. something. <laughs> Mix maybe it up. we just keep going until we come up with a new idea. And then we'll do comfort zone revamped. Comfort zone two, electric boogaloo. Now even more comfortable. Oh my god. Getting cozy. Cozy zone. The cozy zone. What other cozy stuff would we ever talk about? Do you remember all the ideas we had for podcasts before we did this one? Yeah. We we used to come up with a new podcast like every week. My favourite one is still when we were going to watch through all of MacGyver and it was mm. going to be called MacGyver. <laughs> Hey, we could still do that. <laughs> that's true. No one, no one take that. That's ours. We've yeah, that's copy, ours. Copywritten you, you it. can't have that. <laughs> Absolute gold. It's going to be the most popular podcast in the network. And weren't we going to then do like, we we're going to do a YouTube series alongside it where we tried to make the things from MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever actually watched MacGyver? No. No, me neither. <laughs> I don't really know what it is other than they make... Is there someone called, like, The Professor or something? Oh, I don't know. And they make things out of coconuts, or is that a different show? <laughs> that it's might a be a completely show, right? different show. Oh, there's probably not many coconuts then. <laughs> oh, there might be. I mean, it sounds like he makes stuff out of everything, so there's probably a coconut somewhere. But the idea was always watch a show, record an episode, and then it was the name, but somehow made into that we were women watching it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the format MacGyver what were the other shows we were gonna watch Buffy was it I can't remember if we said Buffy oh yeah because I've never seen Buffy Va uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> I've that never seen Buffy either I bet there are people who would like to what? watch it what what? Apparently Angry it's, it's a bit more dangerous now, though. Yeah, it's difficult for things not to be, I think. Yeah, like, definitely. It's like every time I watch through Gilmore Girls, it gets more and more dated. Because I guess that's how time works. That is generally, yeah, how <laughs> That's time how works. linear timelines work. <laughs> <laughs> will we ever be dated? I feel like we probably will. Have we ever dated? Oh. I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> probably, I mean, we probably, like, there's things that we say that do contemporarize it, I guess. Just, I mean, just by the fact that we say things like, I watched the Dota International this year or something, I guess that probably... Yeah, we're dating the episodes. Or... Probably every time we've ever said, find us on Twitter, that's going to date us oh, eventually. No. Uh oh. <laughs> find us on Mastodon. Oh. If you I, can work out how to use it. I've tried twice with Mastodon and I'm just so confused. I just, I was like, I'm just going back to Tumblr. <laughs> I think I, I have actually got a Tumblr now. I've not used it, but I thought. I'm going to try and get my name. And then my name was already taken, so I actually made one for no reason now. Um, oh. But it's there. And every now and then I get alerts from Tumblr being like, this page is lit. You should check it out. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Sounds good. Please stop probably. talking to me. It's like I had an alert from it this morning being like, this person's discussing Zephos. Why don't you join in? Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I peaked, right? And the first thing I saw was fan art shipping people that I know. And I was just like, well. <laughs> <laughs> so you found my Tumblr then. <laughs> I messaged with you and like, I found fan art and I'm scared. <laughs> it's been 10 years since I've been on Tumblr and now I feel out of my depth. Where's like that picture I sent you the other day of um, Batman and Superman? Oh yeah, that popped up on my Twitter feed, and it was just like popular images. I was like, it was okay, very sexy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Very sexy. Twitter keeps doing that to me lately. It just keeps recommending me sexy things, and I'm like, where have I ever said that I wanted this on my timeline? I mean, 
sometimes it hits the mark, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, thank you, Twitter. I'm not really interested. <laughs> it's probably, for me, it's probably because every time I see something that's ridiculous, I then click on it to get the link to then send you and be like, oh my God, why is it sending me this? And that's True. probably, it's like, oh, she always interacts with these posts. Honestly, it's probably <laughs> because I keep liking pictures of Gandalf with big tits. <laughs> that one popped up for me again the other day. Oh, lucky But you. it wasn't you that had liked it. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's very likable. It's a very likable image. Now. But it was someone saying like, just in case Twitter goes down, I just want to see big honking Gandalf sent around <laughs> one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning and people were messaging me like, you need to go on Hive Social now. This is the new oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I saw that as well. And I, I was can't remember like, huh, who, okay. who was saying it. I think Mark Humes might have said it at some point because I got a message from a friend saying, oh, Mark Humes said this is a, a good new one to try. So maybe it was Mark. Uh, but, he's meant um, to be on holiday. That's true. He's signing up to social media for. What is he doing? Oh no, that's us dating the, the episode is, again. Oh yeah, true. I uh, the the problem I have is that I don't I don't really like signing up to new things because I'm sort of set in my ways and I don't really do anything social media worthy anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But I also, in case I do ever want to use it, I it's sort of like that FOMO thing, isn't it? Like I want to have my name on it if I am going to use it. So then you do sign up because you're like, well, I, I need to bagsy this before. One See, of this the is other my Bryony issue, Kays and I think gets this. your issue as well. I mean, you're slightly better because you go for Bryony K, but I sign up to these websites and I'm like, username, Kirsty, and it's always taken. Of course it's always taken. Yeah. Because it's just a name. So on like all of these new ones I've signed up for, I'm just Kirsty. Kirsty. I swear there's something about the name Bryony that people seem to like mixing it with uh the sort of names that sound like k so there's other briny k's out there but then i've also seen like briny j briny may like i'm just like what is it about this name that that you just you're like i need to add a little bit on the end but just a tiny bit it just like rolls <laughs> off the tongue really doesn't it yeah it doesn't really work for my for my name so much I mean, a little bit, but my little name isn't K, so it really wouldn't really work. Yeah, Kirsty K would sound, it sounds like a donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can smell yum-yums for some reason. I don't Ooh. know why. Fion just came over. Have you been eating yum-yums? He's a little yum-yum. Eating yum-yums and something. cardboard. Yeah, what a yeah. life. What a life. What a life. But yeah, I signed up to Hive. Um, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm on it. Um, and I'm not Kirsty, I'm Kirsty. Oh. So now I I'll need to, to find see if people that I know. See if there's a Brownie K on there. Maybe I can get my name. Mayhaps. Maybe. I could look. What sign up sign up live? Well, it's not live. How do you sign feel up. about the live episode? Live. Um, we did it. It went well. I feel. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great fun. Um, yeah, it was nice seeing your it face. It's always during. lovely to see your face. Yeah, it was cool. Like yeah. because we'd never recorded a podcast face to face before. Um. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was it was just it was a, a fun thing to do. It was a fun experience. It's nice as well because like often we talk over each other as well because we can't see each other's faces. Yeah. So like we'll talk over each other and be like, "Oh, you go, you go." Uh, whereas in real life, we can see each other and we can sort of read body language and know when someone wants to talk, and it's a little bit yeah. easier. But, but yeah, it was very fun. Yeah, very fun. Well, shall we listen to a little a little dream? Ooh, a little dream. I haven't been dreaming this week, so it's all on you. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. no. My brain is exhausted from Pokemon. <laughs> I'm surprised you've not been having Pokemon dreams because usually your your games sneak into your dreams. Honestly, I have been having... You know when you're falling asleep and you start to daydream almost? Yeah. I've been having Pokemon-related dreams like that, but nothing coherent. It's just like I'm half asleep and I dream that I find a shiny Pokemon. But Aww. other than that, that's that's you then get much disappointed it. if you wake up and you didn't catch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was actually on a call to to my partner when I was doing this dream because it was very late and I was just falling asleep, and they were like, they they just said something and it completely woke me up and just jumped me out of anything. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. and they were like, what are you thinking about? And I was like, I was dreaming about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I had that the other day because I'd been, I forgot I was sat in a, in a discord waiting for someone to join because we were, we were watching like the, um, AEW pay-per-view mm-hmm. and, um, I'd also put on your stream, uh, you'd literally just started and I'd put it on and then just forgotten. Yeah. And then I, so I was just sat in the call and suddenly I heard you say like, hello, cause you had obviously like had your starting soon screen and then you'd <laughs> join. <laughs> so I was just there like, hello. Hello. And then, <laughs> and then you were just like, you know, doing the normal stream stuff. And I was like, what? Uh, oh, okay. I'm not actually talking to you. <laughs> just having this one-sided conversation like, Kirsty, what can can you hear me? <laughs> oh my god, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I do that so often that I just start something up. And then if if like if it is a stream, but they're on BRB or something, and then I'll just completely forget that I yeah. was watching it until they mm-hmm. get back, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I do that too. Just like, "Oh, what? Who?" <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, I derailed well, the conversation. Let's listen to your dream. Let's listen to the dream. Have Here we go. Listen. Okay. Three, two, one, go. I had a dream that I was like back home at my parents and I for some reason went next door to my neighbor's house like I snuck in and inside one of her cupboards was like a portal to this like a hell realm and I was walking around there and all of a sudden there's something about I was like Jonathan Price and I'd made a sacrifice of someone or someone had sacrificed themselves so that I could go back to the normal world. And I kept peeking over the edge and they were like, go, be well. And then I'd be like, okay. And then peek back again and they'd be like, go. And then I'd be like, okay. And then I'd peek back and they'd be like, go. <laughs> so then I was watching this happening on TV. Um, and it was like an episode of some sort of like Twilight Zone program, but it was also meant to be the first episode of Quantum Leap. And I was like, oh, this is very strange. Um, But I was still in like the hell realm and I had the backpack that Jonathan Price had had. And it was meant to be like a normal backpack, but for a while I was like, well, it's sort of, what if it's possessed? And I was going along with maybe like, my mum and a baby but the baby was meant to be baby Gandalf and I was like should I put baby Gandalf in the backpack to carry him and my mum was like oh yeah that sounds good and I was like oh but he might disappear into the possessed realm and then my mum was like oh yeah probably not so we just let him sort of walk along with us but then I was in a supermarket and I was this like young scientist with her sister and dad and they were doing a documentary about us so there was like cameras following us around but I didn't want my family to know that I was gay but then I was thinking like but I'm talking about it and it's on a documentary so they're gonna see and there was this like gay couple in the supermarket and this guy was kicking off about it and I was like I should say something I should stand up and say something um stand up for them but I was also looking at these frozen donuts and wondering if they were vegan 
And then I was in back in my neighbor's house trying to sneak back into the hell room, but there was like four of us trying to get in. And my neighbor kept on walking around and almost catching us. And there was this lady who was trying to like usher us in who was, she was like my neighbor's guest. And she was trying to usher us in in a way that my neighbor wouldn't see. But then I cut to in the same room. It was like an episode of Sex in the City. But as it went on, more and more of the characters just were played by Brendan Fraser. So it started off that Brendan Fraser was just like this guy who was trying to go out with Carrie, but Carrie just wanted like a girl's night and was like, no, you should just go home. I just I just feel like being with my ladies. And then she was trying to persuade Samantha to stay, but then Carrie turned into Brendan Fraser and Samantha was like, no, I've got to go home and try to get ice from the ice guy, but I want the ice guy with the best ass and everyone wants that ice guy. <laughs> it, was just, it was just strange. Um, and then I woke up. The end. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a star-studded dream. Yeah, it sounds like it. It was a wild ride. Yeah, you I remember when I was listening to it. Baby Gandalf. <laughs> when I was listening to it, I remembered that the lady who was trying to usher me through my neighbor's house was Lou Sanders. She's like a comedian who was on Taskmaster. Oh, okay. For some reason it was her. I don't know why. Oh, jeez. But the weird thing about the dream, the one weird thing about that whole dream yeah. was that then I woke up and I went on Reddit and I had an alert for a subreddit that I don't follow telling me that Brendan Fraser had won, like, GQ's Man of the Year or something. And I was like, what? What? So that was strange that he oh. popped in on that very day. Yeah. He, he must have known. He, he decided to go to your dream and, and grace you with his presence to celebrate. Yeah, it's because of his amazing acting skills as... The entire cast of Sex in the City. Honestly, I would watch that. I've never watched Sex in the City, but replace <laughs> everyone with Brendan Fraser. I am in. Yeah. I am absolutely in. So you are dreaming about a baby Gandalf. That you've been dreaming about pregnant ladies and babies a lot lately. Uh, is there something you want to tell me? Am I brigante? But it's going to be a wizard. Are you, are you pregnant? <laughs> I'm pregnant with baby Gandalf. Oh my god. Maybe this is a sign that if I do have a baby in the next year, I should call them Gandalf. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. Or one of his... What's his actual name? What's it that Galadriel calls him in the film? Um, Mithrandil or something? Mithrandil. Or Mithrandir. With dear. Me old dear. Me old dear. There's also names it was for just... it, really. You could always call a... the baby Stormcrow. <laughs> Shadowfax, Lord of all babies. Yeah. <laughs> and then they grow up. Be like, yeah, I'm 52, but I'm yep, still Lord of Babies. Lord yep. of Babies. <laughs> I saw this tweet the other day that was like, I find it really funny when um, babies have middle-aged names. Stop crying, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I totally, I, I, that is just so hilarious to me. Like, I have uh, a member of my family called Keith and I, I, I can't imagine a baby Keith. I just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tiny Keith. I will say, I feel like I know why the beginning of this dream happened. Yeah. Because Alex and I last week went to see um, Garth Marenghi. I don't know if you ever watched Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I didn't. I didn't. But I saw that you went. Yeah. So it was like a late 90s, I think, TV show. It's, okay. It's a bit of a strange one. It was basically about... Um, it's like a, a horror mystery author 
Um, but then it would also, so it would have parts that were about the author, but then it would have like, um, I can't really remember exactly how it was because it's been so long since I've seen it, but they would have like these characters as well. So it was sort of like part of it being read, but part of it being acted sort of thing. Because yeah. I told my mum I wouldn't see them uh, and she was like, oh, so he writes books. And I was like, no, he plays a character who writes books. He doesn't actually write books, but he has written a book now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a full um, circle. Yeah. So... It had like um, like Richard Iowadi, Alice Lowe and Matt Berry in it. So that's mm-hmm. sort of like when they weren't that well known, that was like their their starting place. Oh, that's cool. But that had a lot of like strange goings on. And the book that he has written, um, he did like a little reading of it. And part of it was about a possessed typewriter. And he was doing the voice for the typewriter. And that was very similar to the Jonathan Price uh, sacrifice voice right he, like this typewriter just kept on being like hello <laughs> <laughs> and just calling him like okay cowboy and stuff like that oh so I God. think that's where that came from but then afterwards Alex and I were talking about um like writing uh like Alex has started writing this thing which I won't say because I don't know what he's planning to do with it but Ooh. in that, there was someone whose fridge had a portal in it. And I was like, oh, like Ghostbusters. And he was like, what? And I was like, you know, the scene in Ghostbusters where Sigourney Weaver opens her fridge and it's got like a portal to hell in it. And the monster is like Zool or whatever. Um, and he was like, no, I've never seen that. And I was like, how weird that you would come up with that. Ah. And it's, you don't really think about portals in the fridge and yet there it is. But for me, when I saw Ghostbusters when I was little, I then wouldn't, I refused to get anything out of the fridge for like a week. Oh. So I was scared that there'd be a portal to hell. Oh no. <laughs> Instead of snacks. snacks. But yeah, I think that's why the portal was in my that makes neighbor's a lot of cupboard. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only like... bit I can make sense of. <laughs> the rest, no sense. I've not seen Sex in the City for ages. I can't even think of anything reminding me of it. Yeah. And I'm not... And the fact that you a... dreamt about Brendan Fraser as well. Like, have you seen anything about him before you woke up? I did see something about him recently, but I can't remember what it was. It was something about him just generally being a good guy, I think. Oh, oh no. There oh, was... yeah. It was that he said, Mama didn't raise no hypocrite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. He was saying he wouldn't do something because of because he didn't want to be a hypocrite about it. So I guess he must have snuck in through that. Yeah. He does seem like such a nice person, doesn't he? Yeah. Like I've him. never seen Mummy. The Mummy? Mummy? You haven't seen it? <laughs> I think I've, I've seen, seen part of it because I remember once. being scared of one of the bits, but yeah. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I've only seen it once, I think, but it was very enjoyable. It's like just, you know, one of those classic action adventure like Indiana Jonesy type movies. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of I people see... have a lot of nostalgia for it, but yeah. Well, I see a lot of people um, who are like, my sexuality is the cast of The Mummy. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I, pictures I see of all understandable. Of them. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> is it The Mummy that has a bit where... There's like a beetle that gets under a guy's skin. Yes, it does. I think it does. that is the only bit I've seen and it freaked me out. I and think I was like, that is, um, he's a comedian, um, Iranian. Oh, Peter Serafinowicz? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't know why that was the one. Co- he's a comedian. Oh, the one comedian. I know <laughs> the one comedian. He played um, Fagin on in in on in Oliver Twist in uh, the West End when I went to see it. Oh. Um, and I've completely forgotten his name. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the wrong person, but I can't remember their name either, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Ahmed Dazili. Oh, no, that is who I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I watched The Mummy, I was like, what the heck? He's in this? Like, I had no idea. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the guy that has the horrible incident with the beetle. Spoilers. Oh, um, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It's very gross, very gross. But no, it's a fun movie. I'll have to give it a go. Is it yeah. a Christmas movie? <laughs> Can um, I watch it now? <laughs> you, 
I, I don't think it's particularly Christmassy. There's a lot of sand, um, but you, no. you know, who's, who's going to know? Just just give well, it a watch. Well, Christmas has sand. <laughs> ah, true, true. <laughs> Sandy claws. Sandy claws. We yeah, had a little movie a night the other night and watched uh, Rounders, the poker movie. Um, because, like, oh. I always hear pals like Rithi and Nazi, etc., talking about it. And I've never seen it. And I was like, it sounds interesting. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was good. It was a good movie. Um, it, was, it was very simple in its like story, like very point to point to point, not much going on outside of the actual story. But it was, it was good fun. It had Matt Damon in it. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. It also had, um, you know, the guy from uh, Severance, John Turturro. Oh. Uh, he's in it too, and he's very young. It's weird seeing him so young, because I've not really seen him in anything else uh, other than Severance. He's yeah. the big Lebowski. I think he, he like might be, yeah. He's actually, he's that? been in quite a lot of stuff, but I just managed to never see him in anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he is in The Big Lebowski. Does he play... Is this character called, like, Jesus or something? In The Big Lebowski, right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, am I completely mixing this up with something else? <laughs> oh, The Nativity. That's what I'm thinking of. Ah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I just... I, I don't know why this dream happened. It was just very all over the place. I'm very... Well, it didn't feel all over the place. It felt quite linear, even though when I woke up and recorded it, I was like, hang on, this is all over the place. Like, how badly does it reflect on me that I was like, I could stand up for this gay couple, but also, but also I quite there want are to see vegan donuts here. these donuts. <laughs> but they, like, in the dream, like, they didn't mind. They were, um, they were just laughing at the guy. They were not taking it to heart whatsoever. He was very much making a fool of himself and everyone thought so. So it wasn't like that it, they were in danger. Yeah. But that's good. Why I suddenly like went were, from being... dealing with it. I, I went from being Jonathan Price to watching Jonathan Price on TV for, to being a teenage scientist to being myself to being Brendan Fraser to watching Brendan Fraser. It was just... There was, there was an, an arc... I don't Wait, know you became Brendan be Fraser too? Well, when I started, when the whole Sex and the City thing started, I was playing one of the Brendan Frasers, but then I, I just sort of plopped out next to him instead and was watching the whole thing going on. It, it just jumped around a lot. Oh my gosh. It's very strange. Yeah. I'm I don't even know what to of... look up in my book because there's no, <laughs> there's, there's, there's just nothing there. I don't think Brendan Fraser's in my dream book. Yeah, I would so say we should be. Portals. What a dream! <laughs> what a dream! <laughs> I would say portals, but it sounds like we know why you dreamt about a portal. Um, yeah, I'll look it up just out of interest. Yeah. Yet again, my book opened to the sex page. Whoever owned this book before they took it to the charity shop—that is a a well-worn <laughs> page. <laughs> it just naturally opens every to it. time. It opens on that. Uh, I don't think there is any portals in here. Huh. No. It goes straight from position. Oh, no, wait, it'd be before position, wouldn't it? What's before position? Portal. Poppy. Poppy, then position. And there you go. I wonder mm. if hell is in here. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> just, just look it up. Although, again, yeah, I think it will be... Uh different reasons because it was literally just because i'd seen oh it says relig see religious imagery oh what did it look like sending me all over what did hell look it like was in your dream just a bit like mordor really it Ooh. was just sort of like like ashy mountains sort of fire um just not very wasn't very nice yeah wouldn't recommend it for a holobobs yeah, not, not ideal. 
Uh, it says, hell is a state of being where nothing is ever as it seems and could be thought of as continually existing in the state of negative illusion. What does that mean? <laughs> hmm. I do not understand. Those are certainly words. Reputedly, it is a state of spiritual agony where one's worst dreams are fulfilled. But I didn't feel like particularly scared to be there. It's just a bit like, oh, it's Get on with it, really. Yeah. So, oh, geez, I've ended up in hell. How'd I get here? Um, I wonder if there's backpack. Because the weird thing about the backpack was, I was like, oh, I should just pop. Because baby Gandalf, he was, he was like a toddler Gandalf. Like he was walking. Yeah. But I was a bit like, well, he's, you know, he's going to get knackered, isn't he? He's just a baby. He's a um, baby. But. I remember this specific detail where I was like, I should, I could put him in the backpack, but there's a 30% chance that items will disappear that are put in here. And I probably shouldn't risk that with baby Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> so what made him, like, what made you aware that it was baby Gandalf? Was it just like a dream thing where it's like, that is Gandalf? Or was he wearing like a big hat? I must know. It was just a dream thing. He was just like a, a small toddler... Wearing like a grey robe. But other than that, no Gandalfy features at all. <laughs> oh my god. So I mean I wonder if robe. it was to do with um I guess maybe because I watched Rings of Power a while ago. Maybe I was just thinking about origins of people, maybe. Maybe this is just a delayed thought about where did Gandalf come from? Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, like I don't, I don't know why specifically Gandalf. Uh, backpack isn't in here. I'm gonna look up bag. Yeah, good idea. Dire Baggins. I really want to watch Lord of the Rings. Baggins. It's been so long. Bag. I'll watch it with you. Yay. The dreamer may be having problems with the feminine elements in his or her identity. There is an ability to use the social graces to achieve and to cope with whatever occurs. What am I... I see. Wait, why is, why is bag feminine elements? <laughs> what are uh, they trying to say? I'm a bag? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's How like... Oh, I don't know. I guess like bags for some stupid reason are considered a more feminine thing. Because we don't have pockets. Exactly. They don't give us pockets. And then when we have bags, it's like, oh, it's a girl thing. Yeah. Well, if we had pockets, we'd be fine. I remember actually, I was, um, I saw a tweet recently, again, dating this podcast, if Twitter goes down in the next couple of weeks um i saw a tweet recently that was like when i was at school one um like one uh backpack over the shoulder like one strap was cool and then it yes. went to being two was cool i oh. wonder what it is today <laughs> <laughs> none so it was, it's probably yeah just not having a you bag have to wear at it all. on your head <laughs> so i wonder if it was something as simple as that i just was thinking backpack and then Three days later or something, my brain was like, what should we put in here? What, what, what's left in the box? Uh, a backpack? Oh, yeah, shove that in. <laughs> Perfect. Put it in. Ship it. Yeah, the, God, when I was at school, it was never cool to, to wear two straps of your backpack. You had to, like... I, I guess until, like, the little chavy kids. You, know, you remember those really tiny bags that were, like, pastel blue? Oh, yeah. They, I think they used to wear, like, two straps. So I guess that was when that started getting cool again. I was always a two-strapper. Two I was never... I don't think I ever cared about being cool, so... I very much would walk around with two straps, and I would hold the straps as if I was a hobbit. Oh, yeah, me too. I would, I would do exactly the same thing. <laughs> I, I did... When I first started, though, I did have uh, the one-strap thing going on. Um, and like you would extend that one strap so it was the longest it could be and the bag would just be hanging and it would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it's so weird. School is, uh, God, school is awful. Yeah. <laughs> People who say like school are the best years of your life. No, it's not. It's terrible. Well, my niece started uh, secondary school this year. And because I didn't partic- I didn't have like a particularly bad time of it, but I didn't have a very good time of it. So I was very much like, if anyone's mean to you, you can tell me, you can talk to me about anything. You know, just remember, it's nothing to do with you. People just have other stuff going on at home, all of this stuff. And then in her first week, I was like, how was it? And she was like, oh, yeah, I love it. I've made loads of friends and it's really nice. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? You're you're doing it wrong. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) But yeah, she absolutely loved it. And she's been there for a couple of months now. And she's just having a jolly time. Having a lovely time. I think I was always too oblivious to realise that people were trying to pick on me. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, people like calling me names and, and doing things, but I just never registered it. Like, I remember it now, but at the time I was just like, la, 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 la. I'm at school, having a time. I remember when one time there was this boy who used to try and... Basically, I was tall and he deemed that worthy of mockery for some reason. (laughs) And because I was like always tall, whereas after... So I get a little bit bullied just for being tall. And then a few years later, like obviously people had growth spurts and I wasn't one of the tallest in the year. I was actually quite average, but no one else ever got bullied for it. It was just me. But, um, But yeah, there was this boy who would always, you know, say that I was lanky and stuff. And I thought, being the exceptionally cool kid that I was, I once turned around to him. This is the only time he ever retaliated. I turned around and I said, yeah, well, if your set was any lower, you'd be a badger. Because I was saying he was stupid because badger sets are very low and he was in a low set at school and no one understood it because no one else, for some reason, knew what a badger's home was called. That is the most thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I thought I was being so witty. If your set was any lower, you'd be a badger. (laughs) (laughs) Gaffor, but yeah, oh no, it was just silence. And but he never, he never picked on me again. I think he was just confused. <laughs> he, he probably thought something wrong with her. It's me now. Yeah, there's, 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 there's no point anymore. <laughs> just talking about badges. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but I remember one time we were, we were uh, like doing a group reading like the teacher was reading a book at the front of the class and we were all sitting there on the carpet I think I was in year five and the teacher had to explain what sarcasm was and yeah. you know they explained it and this girl in front of me her name was Frances she turned around and she went well the teacher basically said like oh if you want to be sarcastic you say something but you don't really mean it sort of thing and she turned around and went, oh, Kirsty, your hair looks so nice today. And oh, I was just like, what? wow. I, at the time, I was just like, oh, okay. But now I'm just like, oh, excuse me? Excuse me? If that happened now, oh, my God. I would you, kick off. Hands would fly. Hands would fly. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Kids could be awful. Like, I'm yeah. so glad I'm not at school anymore. Like the learning and stuff is fine i'm a big nerd i will learn all day but having to share that space with a bunch of other kids no thank you (laughs) yeah there's just like there's just so much going like i look back now like there was a girl who wasn't very nice to me and i bumped into her in a pub uh a while ago like a few years after we'd finished school and I was on my way to the toilet and she was coming out of the toilet and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was so vile to you. I was just having a really bad time. And then she started going on about like, you know, I've had a really bad time since school as well. I had like um, a problem with cocaine and all of this um, stuff. And, this, that, and I was just like, I really I need to give you and I really need a wee. So I hope everything's fine. Like, good luck. <laughs> but it does just go to show that, you know, people do just have, they're trying to figure stuff out. And some people do that in a way that they go inwards and some people go outwards and that's just how it is, I think. Like, I remember I had a friend who said he got bullied in primary school 
So when he started secondary school, he was like, I'm going to be a bully so that no one bullies me. And obviously there's probably a lot of people who think that he was absolutely horrible, but it was like a defense mechanism sort of thing. And it's like, so there is just like, I'm like, obviously I don't condone bullying at all, but happy kids don't bully. I don't think there's something going on there for them to react that way. Um, But yeah, so just stick to, you know, fun facts about badgers instead. Yeah. If you ever get bullied, (laughs) just tell them they're a badger and then... They will never pick on you again, probably. Yeah. (laughs) And then we got to a part of people growing up where I think all of the cool kids started being a bit nicer to me because I, I think I've said this before. I think they were pretty sure that I knew where to get weed because I was just always giggling but I, I've i never even I've never even tried it even to this day never tried it but I think they were like maybe if we're nice to her she'd, she'd tell us where to get the, the good fish <laughs> and I was just like nope I just find everything funny I'm sorry <laughs> this is just me oh my god <laughs> uh, I just remembered a time when um, I was having an argument with a girl at school um, she wasn't a particularly cool kid, um, but she was very snooty and she was mean to people. Yeah. Um, and she always wore... Uh, do you remember the brand Bench? Yes. Um, yeah. She always. I think she had like a bench bag and I would always just... I wouldn't poke fun at it, but I'd just be like, lol, Bench, that's such a weird name for a brand. And one time <laughs> she like kicked off and, and she was like, well, you think Nintendo is a brand? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, no, it's a, it's a video game company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. School. She's somewhere now doing a podcast saying, there was this Kirsty kid. And she, she kept making fun, of, making my fun of my bench bag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought it was a weird name. <laughs> I have just had a memory, a recent memory mm-hmm. of messaging you yeah. a dream I had on Discord oh. at like one in the morning, but I can't remember what the dream was. You were still awake. I think I had just got out of bed and then I was going back to sleep. Wait, did it... you message me in real life? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think oh. I... I think if we scroll up on Discord, I think you did message me like uncharacteristically late at one point. It was like two a.m. or something. Alex had a cough and I couldn't get to sleep, but I was really out of it. And then I was like, "I'm going to go in the back bedroom," and it was I lay down in the back bedroom. I messaged you, and then I fell asleep. Oh, I found it. Okay, okay. I had a dream that you were at the end of my bed and we were chatting. And then I was like, wait, how did you get in the house? And you just got up and left and pretended you didn't hear me. And then I woke up and told you about the dream. And you were like, haha, that wasn't me. And then you became Japanese and the army invaded Welling Garden City. So we were like, let's just go home. But we passed a fox with three legs and it had a leash on. So I was like, let's get out and help it. But it ran away and we found a collapsed borzoi. And I was like, call a vet. But a vet nurse I worked with was like, no, it's fine. We've got this. So I was like, phew. And then I worked in a furniture store and Gus Fring from Breaking Bad was there, but he could fly. Then I actually woke up and I was confused. (laughs) There you go. That's the dream I sent you. What time did you send that? Uh, How do you check? It just tells me the date. (laughs) What date was it? It was on the 12th. Okay. Found it. It was <laughs> half one in the morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh I do gosh. remember it now. It was literally like I was just chatting away to you and you were curled up at the end of my bed. And okay, I was catch. like, hang on a second. How did you get here? And you literally just stood up and walked out. And I was like, Kirsty? That's so <laughs> spooky. Like a ghost. I think oh, it was goodbye. just that you didn't want me to know that you'd broken into the house. <laughs> No, it was spooky. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, and then the army, I guess, invaded Welling Garden City. <laughs> and then... Because I remember we were trying to get into town. And, uh... And... Um, but there was all these, like, blockades, so I was like, oh, let's just leave. Go and Letchworth then... instead. Go Letchworth. The same. Go to the same, rival Garden City. Yeah. And, um... And, yeah. And then we saw the fox. So the fox had and the legs. borzoi. And the poor borzoi. The borzoi was in bad shape. Aww. Yeah. I wonder what any of that means. I don't know. What <laughs> 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 seeing a fox means in your dream? That might mean something. Yeah, it might. I still wonder how you got into my house, but... Maybe you just I'll, really I'll wanted me to be there. <laughs> you willed me into existence. You, it's just another case of you dreaming about animals as well. It says a fox in a dream tells of hypocrisy, cunning, and slyness. Oh, but the fox. But it was on a leash help. as well. Yeah, fox with three legs on a leash. And dog says. The dreamer may recognise a faithful and constant companion, a protector, or more negatively, somebody the dreamer can't shake off and who might make trouble. Oh no! <laughs> I think oh, you're no. the first one. I don't, I don't. I'm not trying to shake you off. Oh, <laughs> wait. What? I'm cunning and sly. No, you're the uh, the the constant, oh, the and constant companion, companion or protector, <laughs> who you also cannot shake off. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> It says that dog has its own entry as well, because that's just in the animal section. But it says, see own entry. Ah. Doctor. Yeah, dog. I, I bet people dream about dogs a lot. Like, they're such a big part of life, aren't they? For a lot of people. Dreaming of a dog depends on whether it is one known to us, such as a childhood pet, when it then may represent happy memories. If unknown, it may signify the qualities of loyal and unconditional love associated with dogs. Uh, a dog symbolizes the guardian of the underworld in Egyptian mythology. This is depicted by Anubis, the dog-headed god. Anubis. Um, so, hmm. I mean, if the dog did... I mean, it was specifically a borzoi. Because... Now, hear me out. Yeah. Borzoi. They look an awful lot like a worm on a string. It's very true. They are the most wormy of dogs. They are. They're incredibly wormy. So maybe you've just been seeing a lot of worms. I have. Absorbing a lot of worm on a string related content. And your brain was, was like, what do I do with this? Turn it I into a dog. I recently watched a video of Borzois because I'd never heard one before. I'd only I'd looked at pictures of them. But I saw a video of someone who had three borzois and they were doing the proper like yelling at each other. And once one went, the other two were like, we're yelling. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Loud, loud, babies. long boys. Um but I was also talking recently to people about what sort of dog we would be. And I was thinking, would I be a borzoi? Because I am quite long. I think um, you would probably be a borzoi, yeah. Well, I always thought I would be either a saluki or an Afghan hound. Because they are long and hairy. Long hair. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I don't know oh if I'm God, graceful yeah, A enough. Afghan hound would be perfect. Tea. I don't know what I would be. Hmm. Probably a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> you're British. I'm British, British and proud. You'd be something. Hmm. What would you be? I remember there was a time at work when I went to the vets, we were all trying to work out what sort of dog we would all be. And there was one person who we really struggled with. And then like an hour later, I was like, I know what it is. It's because you'd be a cat. You're <gasps> not a dog at all. Oh, my god! Like, oh. <laughs> so maybe it's the same with you. Maybe I it's think just it is. Be... I absolutely would be a cat. I saw this I thing the other day, day. 
that was like when people are trying to draw scary dragons, they reference cat poses, and when they're trying to draw goofy dragons, they reference dog poses. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> so I think I think I'm definitely more dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely more cat. I'm I goofy. sleep all day and I just want food. Whereas I'm needy. <laughs> I just want to be loved. I want to be part of things. <laughs> but I also do like food. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, I I think that was just the reason for the borzoi. Was literally I'd been looking at borzois. But if I was going to try and like put any sort of meaning, I feel like I've had two big dreams with very a lot of content but very little substance. <laughs> Yeah, but there's guess... like a lot of things which could be seen as like, you know, this could mean something like the fox with three legs. But like at the same time, it's like, what the hell does it mean? We have no idea. Does it mean anything at all? I think the Borzo, if, if we're going with the dog analogy that that represents something of like loyalty or like a constant in your life, the fact that it was a hurt dog, I feel like that would mean... Because recently I've been like, I've been trying to think of the of the future of like my streaming and just content creation in general, yeah. which I guess is a constant in my life. But at the moment it feels like, I don't know, I'm at a very weird time where I'm like, oh, is this, this feels like I don't know what to do with it and I don't know how it's going to go. And I guess when, or like, whenever you have things where, like, if your numbers have dropped slightly and that worries you, I feel like it's something to do with that. Like, because I had, yeah, like, like a couple of like a quiet week or something. Maybe that's mm-hmm. in my mind. It's, yeah, it's broken. <laughs> I'm like, it's just lying on the street, hurting now. <laughs> I find that this time of the year is often very quiet for streaming. Um, yeah i mean people are just slightly busier at this time of year plus with jingle jam coming up like we all like the schedules uh because this will be my third jingle jam as part of yogs and the schedule is very much has the same energy as the teacher just wheeling in a vhs player and being like watch what you want we don't we i don't care anymore because like obviously we all want to focus on doing stuff on the main channel and doing stuff together so your usual pattern Goes out the window. Goes out the window. Yeah. (laughs) Right out the window. Yeah. So that's kind of, I I feel like this time of the year, definitely because of that, comes with a little sense of anxiety, especially in November, because people are busy, like they're Christmas shopping, you know, they're they're off doing whatever. And numbers drop. um, Yeah. And you're like, oh, geez, I'm going to be so busy next month, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then your brain just starts racing and you do get very worried. So, yeah, it's it's possible like that that was on your mind. Like, but... Yeah. But you shouldn't let it discourage you because it's normal. Just, it's like when uh, when dogs are just being dramatic and they're actually fine. That's what the Borzoi was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's this positive thing. There was already a vet nurse there who was who was exactly. just like, and they said it'll be we've fine. Got this. So, uh, so yeah, all will be well. I think, all but yeah, that's, be well. that's the only connection I can make out of two very long dreams and lots of stuff and many Brendan Frasers. That's that's the meaning I'm taking out of it. The answer was anxiety. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, we've been talking uh, for a long time. We have indeed. Um, and we've made some sense along the yeah, way. But I think hopefully. we've done well with only, well, only really one and a half dreams today. Well, I guess yeah. the second one was a full blown dream as well. So two dreams. We've done I mean, fairly that well. even had. I keep getting this thing where I keep on like, I wake up in my dreams. It's happened so many times now. And then when I actually wake up, I'm like, <laughs> are we sure this time? <laughs> yeah. Multiple layers of dreams, like a, like dreams a many layered dreams. Thank you for. Thank you so much, Bryony. It has been very lovely. And thank you everybody for listening. 
hopefully with this cozy weather you can cozy up and have a nice dream of of your own about Bring pokemon on. yay <laughs> i'll try well, my best I'll, I'll try and have some dreams for next time i'll eat a lot of cheese Someone was saying something sleeping. else the other day that you're meant to do. I can't remember. It was like eating bananas or something. I can't remember. Ooh, I'll get some Oh, no, wait, that too. was us winding Xylus up, wasn't it? Oh, no. okay, no. Okay, that wasn't yeah, a real he's, thing. he's allergic to bananas, so probably not the best bananas idea. Bananas and horses. Lick a horse, <laughs> eat a banana, get good dreams. Yeah. and then you'll have good dreams. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.